It's 4 o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means, don't you? It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Yeah, baby. Hello, everybody. How are you? Let's see. Go into the chat room, say hello to everybody. Today, we're going to listen to some music and decide if it should be forwarded or returned. How are you guys? Hello, David Berube. Hello, Il Rosso, Angela, Christoph, Maurice, Glenn, Reine, Scushabunk, <laughs> Lamar Pecorino, Carl Wurzbach, Karen Brasher, Darren Fletcher, Tom Hips, Mojo Bone, haven't seen you in a while, Peter Rahill, Edmund Red, not that I'm taking attendance. Um, Let's see, Robbie Hancock, hello, Jim Stamper, John Quinn, Leslie Bell and Trek. Anyway, uh, today I'd like you to know that we, uh, just on Friday, celebrated Taxi's 29th anniversary, if you can believe it. 28 years of being in business, so uh, thank you all for joining us for the ride, appreciate that. And also, today we crossed the line into 17,000 YouTube subscribers, Woohoo! Let's see, what do I have that I can play for that? Um, I guess just applause. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, some applause. Anyway, uh, man, I can't get used to having both ears in. It just makes me feel weird. Not that I don't feel weird anyway. So yeah, 29th anniversary, 17,000 subscribers, and if you haven't already, please give us a like, and if you're new to Taxi TV, give us a subscribe. Um, let's see, so today we're going to listen to music, oh man, I'm trying to see if I've got the actual listing somewhere. Um, Anyway, uh, I don't need to read the listing, but we ran a listing um, a little while ago uh, looking for songs about the subject of home, generically about home. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a topic that a lot of music libraries want to have in their catalog. It's a topic that get, gets used pretty frequently by uh, music supervisors, and we know that once this silly little pandemic is all over, that uh, there will be a ton of shows coming out about staying home, being home, getting home. Um, we've all been home a lot this year, haven't we? <laughs> I'm not so sure we're not gonna be home a lot in 2021 as well. So what we do every now and then at Taxi is we put out compilation CDs, not CDs. They used to, oh man, I meant to go to the office and grab some of the old CDs. Uh, we used to do it on CD. We haven't for many, many years. But we put up, my phone is making noise. Uh, get rid of that. Uh, Liz sent me a copy of the listing. Thank you, Liz. All right, uh, so the listing said, lots of songs about Homer needed for Taxi's next proactive compilation. So we figure that sometimes we just put music out there that we know will be uh, an in-demand thing for music libraries. Um, they may not always think, hmm, it's about time for me to refresh my catalog and get new songs about home. So we put together a compilation. We send it out to two or three dozen libraries that are our most regular clients. 
and inevitably a lot of the stuff that goes out in that compilation ends up uh, generating deals. So the listing read, lots of songs about Homer needed for Taxi's next proactive compilation. You can submit songs um, in all tempos and styles, such as singer-songwriter, adult contemporary, jazz, R&B, hip-hop, indie folk, pop, country, anthemic rock, indie rock, or indie pop, indie rock, soul, gospel, etc. So um, basically, you probably wouldn't want to do like a, you know, a death metal song about home. That probably wouldn't get a lot of action, but in the aforementioned genres, pretty good possibility. Uh, you'd be smart to avoid genres that don't make sense topically. For instance, oh, <laughs> death metal songs about home don't seem like they'd have a high probability for placements. Well, there you go. Um, we're not giving references for this request as we think that they may be too limiting. Here are some key concepts, keywords, ideas, and phrases to get your creative gears turning, but please don't limit yourself to just these. We encourage you to come up with some of your own. Uh, lyric concepts and keywords, home sweet home, coming and going home, home is where the heart is, uh, if it doesn't, it doesn't feel like home without you, leaving home, happy to be home, a house isn't a home, home is where I belong, hometown, um, home with family, uh, longing to be home. Well, please submit well-produced. Uh, oh, Liz, can you send me the second half of that? It cuts off shortly after the bullet list. Um, please submit well-produced songs with great melodies, well-crafted lyrics about home, uh, stripped-down arrangements or more filled-out, fully-produced songs could, and that's where it cuts off for me. Um, but basically, you know, I've got to admit that when I do these forward and return episodes um, about, oh, there's the second half of that. Um, thank you, Liz. When I do, when we run these listings, um, because we don't give references, it's not for a specific request, it's a little harder for the screeners in that they're just picking stuff. Basically, they're tasked with, is it good? Is it about home? Is it on topic? And is it usable? Because they obviously know a lot about uh, how music libraries work. Um, so really, it's going on gut. Is this something that a music library would want to hear? Is it something that they could ultimately sign and make money with? So. That's what they're tasked with. So it's not quite a, as down particular lanes as normal listings. Um, and I'm always curious because sometimes when we've done this type of listing in these forward or return episodes, we get less consensus with the audience than we normally do with a regular listing. So I'm a little curious to see. Um, let's see uh please submit well-produced songs with great melodies well-crafted lyrics about home stripped down arrangements or more filled out fully produced songs could both work for this pitch depending on which genres you submit um, <clears throat> whether you approach whatever approach you decide to take be sure that your production is competitive with other artists in that genre uh, great vocals that will work well in the context of your genre could really help you on this request uh, our A&R team will have a simple mandate. Is it great? Does it sound ready to go as is? Uh, would it work well for placements in film and TV? Would Taxi's music licensing and music library clients be happy to hear this on a playlist that we send them? Um, 
see if there's anything else that's pertinent here. Um, as always, you'd be wise to avoid using specific names, places, unless related to home, dates, times, brands, and profanity if you'd like to increase the chances of getting signed and ultimately landing placements. Broadcast quality is needed. Um, that's it. That's all that's really relevant to today's episode. So now I'm going to turn off my ringer. I'm going to have a little swig. Look what I'm drinking today. Organic coconut water. Pretty out of character for me, but I'm thirsty. I've got a dry throat. So, oh boy, we have a question already. Um, is this an ad pitch mostly? No, uh, not at all. I mean, it could be used in ads, but I would imagine that dramedy, or not dramedies, dramas on TV um, would want songs about home possibly sitcoms. Um, are there any open opportunities about home, songs about home right now? Not that I'm aware of. Um, be sure to submit well-produced songs. Guess it'd be good to say, wouldn't be good to say, uh, be sure to submit mediocre produced songs. That, that's true. Um, Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> little limiting because <laughs> it names a place other than home. Um, all right. So let's have a listen. Um, and the first one, oh, I'm not going to mention the names of the writers or, or performers. Um, so after I play, not, uh, not during, but when the music stops, we're going to ask you to vote. <coughs> Excuse me. So vote plus one if you would forward this if you would put this on the compilation, type in plus one. If you would not, type in minus one. And then Liz will tally them up and we'll see if you guys agreed or disagreed with our A&R team, okay? Um, I think that's it. I think I've covered everything. All right, let's have a listen. The first one, and let me know if the level is good. I think it should be. First one is called Song That Takes You Home. I used to hear on every station senior year makes me think of that cheap beer we used to drink behind the school man I miss that crew it takes me back that guitar lift to the house I grew up in hanging out with my girlfriend kissing to that tune in my Bye. 
by so fast At the time you think they'll last Just want your way to bring them back Everybody needs a soul that takes you home No matter how far in this world you might go Anytime you want to visit Listen for a couple minutes If you Okay, some of you are breaking the rules in your voting before you're supposed to vote, thereby influencing others and even making comments about the song while it's playing. We're not looking to see um, who, like, who's got the greatest comments about the song um, and the earliest to get them out there. We're looking, and you're not judging the song like you would normally judge a song. You're judging it from the perspective of is it usable in film and TV? Uh, which is different than judging it if you were sending it out there for an artist pitch or trying to get a record deal. So hold on to your comments until after it plays, if you would be so kind. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, we're so excited to be together. It had profanity in it. I'm looking for, I've got a lyric sheet here. I'm looking. I don't see any profanity. Am I crazy? just the word hell. And I don't think that counts as profanity. Um, I, if, if you could say the word on broadcast TV, that's okay. They certainly say hell on broadcast TV. Votes have been cast. Liz will let us know in a minute, and then I'll tell you what the screener voted and if the screener had any comments. 
<clears throat> okay, so we had 37 forwards and eight returns. That means those of you who said you would forward it, get an A in your A&R chops today, your film and TV A&R chops. Let's see, uh, the screener's feedback was what I, let's see, what I like most about this song is the singing and the lyrics on here. Nice job with the songwriting for sure. Um, under the heading of you could improve this song by, I'd add more layers of background vocals, alter the instrumentation, alter the groove a little so the chorus stands apart from the rest of the song a little more. Um, forwarding the song because going to give it a shot though I'd continue to polish the execution so my guess is that the screeners thinking well if I were pitching it to an artist on a country label or if I were pitching a country label trying to get a deal as an artist with this song those are the things I tweak um, for film and TV it's it's all about the emotion and the lyric so could this be somebody that had to quarantine far away from home and now they get to go back home? Absolutely. Are they reminiscing about, uh, you know, they could, it could be a scene, somebody in a car, pickup truck driving home. I could definitely see it getting used for that. I'm scanning. Sorry for anybody watching the archive later. I'm scanning to see what the people in the chat are saying. Um, Uh, the uh, the broadcast quality a little distorted. Um, that could be in the transmission because sounded pretty good here. I gotta say, I'm listening on earbuds, but it sounded pretty good. Okay, let's listen now. And this one is called "Being Home and Remember." Um, don't vote until the song is finished. You don't want to influence the other kids in the class, right? All right, being home.
All right. <clears throat> Thank you all for cooperating and not voting before the end. Uh, cast your votes now. Plus one if you would include this on a compilation going to a bunch of film and TV publishers thinking that they would want to sign it because they think that they could get it placed. Ooh. <laughs> Christoph Scott, too hard to say. I know, I hate that sometimes when I'm actually on camera doing the show. And frankly, I'm right on the fence and I know nobody wants to hear that from me. So better that you should say it, Christoph. Interesting comments. I thought about 30 seconds was uh, very usable and the rest of it was boring, but I could see them listening and picking out parts that are usable, current sounding. It was current sounding. Cut it down to half the length. Stuttering keyboard, no. <laughs> Twenty forwards and ten returns. Interesting. All right. Um, it was actually returned, um, and I'll tell you what the screener said before I tell you what. Whoa! Why am I getting? I thought I closed out by. I really did, huh? I shouldn't be getting alerts on my mail. That is so weird. Be right with you. All right, hopefully now I won't get any more of those little ding-dongs. <clears throat> anyway, um, I thought it was well done for that genre. I thought it was very viable in that genre. Um, the stuttery stuff to me caught my attention because I thought that would probably make it not work in a lot of scenes. It would work in a club scene. Um, I mean, there are times that it could work. Generally speaking, I feel that that might make it problematic just a personal opinion from me um the screener said 
what I like most about the song under that heading, uh, I like the reflective down-tempo R&B pop track, nice lyrics and vocals. Um, I think you can improve the song by... Uh, the track could use some backing vocals, harmonies to elevate the overall production for better sync potential. I do think that the chorus could be a bit more compelling and memorable. Um, I tend to agree with that. And those of you who commented that, you know, just 30 seconds of the song was great and then it got boring. I felt like the chorus didn't pop that well either. Um, Screener said this isn't quite at that high bar level needed to nail great in all caps, which is what was in the listing. Does it sound ready to go as is? So interesting. Okay, so you guys did not agree with the screener on that one. Uh, and like I said, uh, these are the toughest because the screener really has this job rather than going, would it work in this kind of scene or is it good in that genre for a library? It's, does this sound like something? You know what I always say to people, to screeners and to staff, if you would walk it in, put it on somebody's desk and go, there you go. That's the perfect thing for you. Then it should be forwarded in this kind of scenario. In a lot of scenarios, actually. Um, <laughs> compelling. I remember when that word was in every comment. I know. Compelling. You know, it's such a good word, Sherry, for so many of the things that we do. But it, it was showing up in like, Two out of three listings that we're putting out. I'm sure the screeners used it a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Okay. Captivating. There you go. Captivate. We'll see. I think captivating and compelling, you know, maybe it's semantics, but. Not quite the same. Anyway, let's have a listen to another one. Um, let me get myself to the right place on the page. Sorry. Okay. I have many pages. I have 16 pages. This one is called Good to Be Home. Home. 
take you in But you got nowhere else to go Follow the star inside your heart It will guide you home When you're lost around the world And you're feeling all alone Never forget, as long as you live You are welcome home It's good to be home I've been gone too long It's so good to be home Yes, I'm finally home It's good to be home I've been gone too long It's so good to be home All right, cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward this, minus one if you would return it. Whew. Man, they're just flying off my screen here. You know what it's time for? It's time for another sip of organic coconut water. Woof. Not that good, frankly. It needs bubbles and sugar. And no caffeine today because I dipped into, as I was doing my regular work today, prior to prepping for the show, uh, I ate uh, an entire bag of the Trader Joe's chocolate-covered coffee beans. So I'm a little wired. Oh, by the way, while Liz is counting up the votes, um, I fired up Pro Tools, or not Pro Tools, Logic, um, Saturday night it was, and I just, I don't have anything recorded. Uh, so I actually found, I don't know how many of you were in the ballroom for this, but like four or five years ago at the Taxi Road Rally, um, Rob Shirelli did a thing on the main stage in the Grand Ballroom with like a thousand people in there um, called Demo to Done. And he insisted, I wanted to give him a song from a taxi member, excuse me, to do it with, but he insisted that whoever song he used had to be somebody that could come over to his house when they were prepping for this thing. Rob is a perfectionist and he wanted this panel to go off perfectly. So what we did was, it was like an acoustic guitar vocal demo and then he had players live on stage in the ballroom and they laid down parts and explained what they were doing to show how you go from demo to done. Okay, 32 returns, one forward. All right, you guys are winners. Um, it was returned. Uh, let me finish that story about the Shirelli thing, and then we'll move on. Anyway, so uh, in the end, because we couldn't think of anybody that was like close enough, he said, hey, how about that song I did with your daughter, Hannah, about a year or more before? Uh, as you guys know, we're very close friends with the entire Shirelli family. We go there every year for New Year's Eve, but not this year. Um, and it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And Rob said to my then, I don't know, 15 year old daughter, Hannah, who was into songwriting and singing at the time and doing quite well. He said, so you got anything new? And she goes, yeah, I'm working on the, this song called Suicide. Um, 
And he said, let me hear it. And she got about 30 seconds into it. He said, come on, let's go out to the studio. So we went out to the studio in his garage. Um, and it was my son-in-law, Hayden, my daughter, Hannah, and Rob and I in an area that was roughly five feet by eight feet um, with all of his gear. It's a little mixed control room that he's got. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, all right, play it, Hannah. And she goes, Rob, I can't sing. Uh, she was coming down with the flu that night. I remember she got really sick the next day. He goes, I don't want to hear any excuses. Don't be a wuss. Just do it one time. I want to put this down. So he recorded it, just a one-pass guitar vocal demo with the click in it and everything. So that's what he ended up using as the uh, basis for the demo to done thing. I actually got about a half a dozen emails from pissed off taxi members after the fact. Why'd you use your daughter? Well, because Rob wanted somebody that was nearby. We lived four houses away so he could confer with them as he was planning out how the execution was going to go at the rally. Anyway, I found the stuff that was recorded in Pro Tools on the stage that day, many years ago at the Road Rally, and I dumped it into Logic, and I spent, I don't know, three or four hours on Saturday night. Um, first, I was using, uh, they're not here right now, the AKG headphones that we, or no, Audio-Technica headphones that the screeners use at the office. They sound pretty good. They're like B plus, A minus headphones. Certainly not audiophile, but better than many other ones that we auditioned. Um, and I wasn't loving it. It was okay. Then I got out my Bose noise-canceling headphones that I wear on airplanes, and they actually sounded pretty good. So I mixed. Now, I'm just learning Logic, literally just learning it. I, don't, I haven't done any editing in it. I haven't done any automation. Um, I really am, a, you know, it's been like 35 or more years since I've been in a control room. So I, I couldn't like, you know, do... I hate muting stuff with a mouse. I mean, oh my gosh. So I couldn't do any moves. So basically all I determined that I would do would be just get sounds, good sounds, and put up like a board mix and let it run. Um, and I was so happy. Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound like a record, but in some regards from an audio perspective, I walked upstairs and said to my wife, I've still got it. So it was a good little ego stroke for me, but I had so much fun doing it. I can't wait to, uh, I'm definitely going to buy a uh, control surface with faders and mute buttons because I'm, I'm kind of like, um, I'm one of those guys who likes to play the console uh, and not take a scientific approach to mixing where, you know, you do a little section and you automate it. Eh, maybe I'll be there someday. Who knows? Um, yeah, and... Hannah's vocal on the thing, pretty pitchy. Um, and there was a guitar that was out of tune. Um, you know, I mean, come on. The overdubs were all done in one pass on a stage in a ballroom. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, <clears throat> I had a ton of fun. Um, maybe tomorrow, uh, maybe tomorrow on uh, the Quarantini Happy Hour, I will play uh, that mix for you guys. Um, I'm trying to think what it was that I loved. Oh, I actually really like, nobody's ever, everybody's recommending different plugins and stuff for me now. Um, I fell in love with some of the settings I got out of one of the stock reverbs that comes with Logic, uh, Chromaverb. I can't remember what the setting was now without looking at it, but um, I liked it. Uh, I also used something across the mix bus I used a lot of Neve 1073 equalizers. Um, 
can't remember what I use on the mix bus, but the bottom line is it was starting to sound a little bit like a record. Anyway, so there you go. Analog is the truth. Speaking of the truth, Phil Spector died on what, Saturday? Um, very sad to hear that. Uh, people have varying opinions about him. Um, one of his closest friends is a, is a close friend of mine. So I get a, got a lot of inside stuff on Phil over the years. Uh, actually met Phil Ramon, not Phil Ramon, Phil Spector um, one day. And he had, you know, I don't know if any of you have ever been to an AES show, but Phil used to walk around the AES show wearing a red button that said back to mono on it. And uh, I met him after he gave a speech that I attended once upon a time, probably 25 years ago, Shirelli and I went, actually. And uh, I walked up to Phil Spector, who was sitting in a bar with a gaggle of people in a little, you know, semi-circular booth. And I said, Phil, great speech, loved it. And he goes, ah, who are you? Who are you? And I said, my name's Michael Lasko. I own a company called Taxi, Independent A&R Cup. He goes, yeah, I've heard about your little company. It's cool, man. It's cool what you're doing. And he took the back to mono button off of his lapel and gave it to me. So I've still got the original Phil Spector back to mono button. All right, back to work. Enough of the story time. Let's get organized here. All right. This one's called I'm Going Home. Let's have a listen. I built this up to tear it down. I still can hear the crashing sound. I tried to hold it but didn't know that my wings would only find the ground. Now I can't feel it in my bones. The ache behind my chest has grown. I'll count the costs and chalk the losses of innocence to seeds I've Now sown. I'm not the fighter I used to be. This tired scene won't let me breathe. You can see the color of chasing dreams fade from my eyes. Lonely tears to justify every mile.
All right, cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward that, minus one if you would not. And did I see my old friend Hoot Gibson in the chat room? I think I did. Hoot, good to see you in there, buddy. Been a while. Wow, votes are rolling in quickly. Remember, Maurice, it's not about if it grabs you. They're not looking for hits for film and TV. They're looking for songs that support the emotions, support the vibe, um, somehow may support the storyline. It's more about that than it is, would that be a hit on the radio? It's also great if it happens to be great as well, but those are the most important things. Christoph Scott says, sounds like today. That can be important as well. I, if I had to venture a guess, I would say 75 to 85% of the music that's requested in film and TV, uh, they need it to sound current. Um, if they purposely want it to sound vintage or dated, it's because maybe they've got a scene in the show that flashes back to the 70s or something. But they're not going to take a song um, that sounds 1976-ish and put it in a scene about today unless the scene somehow relates to that time period. I agree too, Sherry. Philip Phillips. Hey, Hoot. 40 forwards and seven returns. Those of you who designated it as a forward, you are A&R geniuses. Those of you who returned it. <laughs> Sorry, I've been wanting to use the trombone endlessly. All right, let's see what the screener said. The screener said, what I like most is the upbeat feel, the lyric content, and the vocal delivery. Nice job on the overall production as well. Um, I think you can improve the song by, I think the piano keyboard sound from two minutes and six seconds to two minutes and 22 seconds could be a little less choppy and less quantized, but this definitely has enough of what they're looking for uh, for this listing. I forwarded this song because it's, on target lyrically and the chorus is good nice job with the vocal delivery and the overall production good luck so there you go all right um am i done with that piece of paper i think i am Uh, no distortion on this end, not that I'm hearing in my earbuds. Again, you know, it's going out via the internet live, so distortion could very well be from the broadcast. Um, okay, let's have a listen to another one, oddly with the word home in the title. Can you believe it? All right, this one's calling home for you, called home for you. I'm bringing up the level a little. I miss Massachusetts 
Okay, that was called Home For You. Cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward, minus one if you would not. Did it remind anybody of a lady that I've had the privilege to do two albums with? Melanie, remember her? I got a brand new pair of roller skates, Melanie. Yep, Melanie Sofka.
wow, Joseph met Melanie in 72. I worked with her in, I want to say 77 and 79 again. Ooh, Colby Calais, yeah. Candles in the rain. She married the producer, yep, I knew him well. He actually passed away several years ago. He and I didn't get along all that well in the studio. I'm not going to retell the story now because i got to get moving here, but uh, we ended up becoming friends, and uh, I was very sad to see him uh, pass away. I still keep in touch with Melanie every now and then. When don't character vocals work? Honestly, Peter, it's you got to kind of play it against picture. 30 forwards, three returns. Those of you who forwarded this are geniuses. However, I will point out uh, that the screener overlooked two things, which they have license to do if they really, really like the song. In this case, I'm guessing, and I haven't looked at the screener's comments yet, but the sentiment, the mood, the vibe, the emotion, just all just scream, put me in a TV show um, or a movie. Um, but it did say Massachusetts right up, uh, right in the beginning in the first line, the third word, I miss Massachusetts. So um, I'm sure that if a library really, really wanted this, they could ask the writer if they would mind changing that. Um, and then she said, I miss that crappy car with uh, not saying crappy. Um, let's see. So the screener said, did I tell you? Yeah, you're geniuses because the screener forwarded it. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know which screener this was, but um, funny enough, what I like most about the song is the screener said, I miss Massachusetts too. So clearly the screener knew that the word was in there. Nice job with the lyrics and the songwriting. Uh, the chorus, a nice job. The melodic content, the chorus and lyrics could be more pronounced. I agree. Um, th there were some lyrics that were just a little too artsy, hard to understand. The vibe and the sentiment and the feeling of people were talking about cozying up with a blanket and a cup of hot chocolate in front of a fireplace, totally. Um, uh, Screener's final thought is, I'm gonna give this a shot as it has a really nice intimate mood that could work well in film and TV settings. There you go. It's just pretty obvious when things are right, you know? even though it had the SH word and Massachusetts in there. Yep, the vibe was totally there. Um, and the emotion. Um, all right, this one's called The Homecoming Ball. Let me get to the right one. I'll start it and then get to the right page. Working here on my own 
Cast your votes, plus one if you would forward this for the compilation, minus one if you would not. You know what? I'm going to go grab another drink. I will be back shortly. Take a pee, too. Okay. 
back in the saddle again. So good to see you in the room, Hoot. Uh, I was looking at old road rally pictures. I was on a hunt for something in particular like six months ago or more. And I saw a picture of you at the road rally, if I remember correctly. And I thought, wow, haven't seen him in forever. Coconut water makes you poop. Good to know. I won't drink any of those in the beginning of the show anymore. How do I fall asleep with all those energy drinks? I don't drink a lot of energy drinks, honestly. Um, and the coffee candy, uh, you know, it used to be that if I had any caffeine at any point during the day, I wouldn't fall asleep at night. Doesn't seem to be a problem. Ooh, not wearing a watch today. Oh my goodness. Seven forwards, 28 returns. Those of you who returned it were correct. You agreed with the screener. You are A&R geniuses. Let's see what the screener had to say. What I like most about this song, the screener said, I like the traditional heartfelt vibe. I agree with the screener on that. Um, I think you could improve the song by, unfortunately, the vocals could be stronger and more compelling and the overall mix production and recording quality is not quite broadcast. Um, consider digitally restoring and mastering to try and remove the hiss. Um, I returned to forwarded the song because recording is too lo-fi, vocals and production could be stronger. Um, the phasing was a little weird that could be a function of the broadcast as well um yeah I, I wouldn't ding it for the phasing issues i can hear sometimes when i hit the applause i can hear it phasing um some plugins have hiss too well anything will have hiss if you boost it up you know like boost plus 12 at 10k i think Christoph Scott, you hit the nail on the head. I think I need to be a little more critical of me. I mean, that's really what we all learn in this. It's so easy not to be critical of people, but to give feedback. You know, it's so easy to see the good stuff and the problematic stuff in other people's work. It's harder to see that obviously in your own. So that's really why we do this exercise. Um, it, people always tell us that every time we do one of these episodes, every single time we get great feedback from people saying, wow, I learned so much about fixing my own stuff. So there you go. Um, all right. Moving on, let us listen to yet another one. Um, this one, 
Doesn't have the word home in the title. Yeah, I feel like celebrating that. <laughs> um, Frank Smith, this is so good. Uh, here for the first time from the UK. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for staying up late. Um, remember, uh, Frank, just because you're new here, first of all, give us a like, please, and subscribe to this channel. You can even hit the little alert bell so you're alerted when we go live. We do a live show pretty much every Monday throughout the year. Take a few Mondays off, but we're probably here like 48 to 50 weeks out of the year. We also do a quarantine um, happy hour, which is an informal hang, and that takes place on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week, also starting at 4 p.m. in L.A., so same start, start time for you. Um, less structured, maybe less educational, but it's just a place for all of us who are locked down and looking to hang out with other musicians and get some education along the way, and you may actually learn about the gophers in my backyard from time to time. So yeah, people love the Quarantini. It's a small, dedicated, wonderfully friendly, helpful, supportive, and awesome group of people. All right, here we go. This one is called Gratitude.
All right. Cast your vote. Cast your votes. I'm getting drunk off coconut water. Cast your votes. Plus one for a forward. Minus one for a return. It was four minutes and six songs. <laughs> six seconds. I'm totally sober. You guys know I barely ever drink. I have half a glass of wine on Thanksgiving and I get crocked. I actually have had what, uh, twice now I think I've actually had a drink on the show. Hey, wild man Chris, good to see you. Drunk on coconut water. Yep, there, there it is. Here, I'll give give this brand of coconut water a plug. It's Costco Organic Coconut Water. It's funny, it doesn't even have a brand name on it. Organic Coconut Water. There is no brand. Have you ever seen anything in a package that didn't have a brand on it? Wow. What's in that coconut water? Why, let me tell you. Um... Ingredients, organic coconut water. That's it. <laughs> Fermented, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> oh, man. Ken Mesford, I get drunk off one beer. I'm right there with you. <laughs> A little rum and pineapple juice will work wonders. Yes, and I need an umbrella, Sherry. Definitely need an umbrella. It isn't. It doesn't even say Kirkland on it. I mean, literally, it doesn't say anything. Distributed by Costco uh, in the very fine print down there at the bottom. All right. We had 55 returns and one forward. You guys were correct. You, my friends, are A&R geniuses. All right. Uh, this one is called Forever and Ever Our Home. You could travel the world In search of your soul But there's always some Rest our minds 
Cast your votes, kids. Plus one if you would put that on the compilation. Minus one if you would not. Um, be nice. You know, could be your song. We're here to be educated and be supportive, but be realistic and honest as well. Um, whoever it was, <laughs> a couple of comments I saw fly by. Uh, they need to make auto-tune headphones that's a great idea. I, I would have liked that if my Bose uh, noise-canceling headphones were auto-tuned uh, when I was working on that mix Saturday night. Um, 
better when the singer is in the same room as the microphone. I think Hoot Gibson contributed that one. Pretty funny. I think Jesse contributed the auto-tune headphones. I think you may have something there. You may actually uh, want to reach out to like uh, AKG or Audio-Technica or Bose about that idea. Oh, no. It was a Peter Rahill that said that? Uh, it was Ray Hill. I should have known. And who was the microphone commenter, right? Yeah, there was something very tender about the songwriting. I did like the uh, the intent. Okay, so that one, you guys were correct once again. Um, 30 returns. And, I mean, yeah, third, Liz reversed it this time. 30 returns and three forwards. <laughs> so three forwards, 30 returns. Okay. Let's see what I haven't gotten to. I'm trying to skip around the list. I don't think we've listened to this one yet. It's hard to say because they all have home in the lyrics. I'm looking at the list going, do we listen to that one yet? Um, this one's called Heading Home. Singing, let it be 
votes plus one if you would have forwarded this minus one if you would not forward it for the compilation remember it's for compilation and by the way andre uh speaking of saturday night I, I just saw you in the chat and it reminded me um i do owe you a phone call to schedule that thing we talked about and i sat down saturday night to write the questions for it and got sucked into uh into logic and that's why i didn't write the questions and then yesterday was actually doing like family stuff and today have been slammed and tonight i've got to edit about 15 emails so tomorrow I will work on those questions and we will convene very shortly. So in the next few days, we will take care of that. <laughs> Logic is more important. No, fishing is more important, Andre. Fishing, always fishing. Smart Rosanna looks away from the chat when she's listening. Yeah, you know, it, it, you got to form your own opinions. And those of you who are still commenting, bad, bad people. <laughs> All right, 44 words and one return. Well, those of you who forwarded it are absolutely correct. Um, I personally probably wouldn't have forwarded this. And here's why. It's a really well done song. This is a great example of... We hear stuff all the time at Taxi that's really good, but it's not right for the listing. Uh, where was it? Oh, first line again. Um, heading home from a gig in New York City. <sighs> you know, for me, it's like, wow. Um, what if the scene isn't about somebody heading home from a gig in New York City? So, yeah, I mean, ostensibly, you could, I guess, reach out to the writer and say, can you fix that? But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, praise and Lord's okay, you know. Um, 
talks about southern disposition. I mean, he's set, painting a picture of the town, which is all real country, you know, southern disposition, Bible Belt, way of life, good old boys just praising the Lord. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, in my town where the country runs deep, um, I mean, it, it's a great song. I don't know. I, frankly, I'd want to ask a couple of my library owner friends um, if they would have a problem with that. And I, I also should qualify this by saying different rules apply for different contexts. Um, as a rule of thumb, libraries want stuff with universal lyrics because it gives them more places to pitch it. If you've got a song that you really love and you think would work well in the context of film and TV and it's got New York City in it, you might take it as a library because you love the song so much. But if it's being played as a featured song where it's up, you know, in the overall mix of the show uh, without any uh, dialogue on top of it, um, and the show doesn't have anything about somebody heading home from New York City, doesn't work. However, on the flip side, uh, if two people go into a bar somewhere and it's kind of a, you know, a, uh, I can't say what I want to say. Uh, let's say it's a bar with a lot of peanut shells on the floor and a dartboard and a bunch of good old folks hanging out there. Could this be playing on a jukebox 40 feet away where you barely hear the lyric and would it sound like a legit country song that would be on radio? Yeah, so it could work in that context. Uh, you know, a lot of gray... Great. There is a lot of gray area. Um, not everything in the world is black and white. Oh, we've only got five minutes left. My goodness. All right. Uh, I'm just going to play next one on the list. I'm doing a searching. This one is called Good Being Home. You know what? You're right. Somebody said, what did the screener say? I, I will start that song over in a second. The screener said, what I like most about the song is a traditional country feel in the chorus. Um, I think you could improve. I think this, uh, he said, I think this has enough of what they needed and a little something extra in the form of New York City being mentioned. Um, I returned or forwarded the song because good luck with this. I think it has the right lyrics and the right chorus. That screener's going to get a stern talking to. All right, back to the top. This is Good Being Home once again. I wake up to a sound in my ear Just out my window I hear Birds singing tunes at the highest of noon while the trees shake their leaves in good cheer I press my toes in the grass It takes me back to my past We play ball in the front lawn With only our shorts on Those days never went fast Home to let my mind clear All is calm at home 
Cast your votes, kids. Whoops. Cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward, minus one if you would not. <laughs> Nobody thinking too long about that one before casting their votes. I'll let the show run a few minutes long so you guys can comment. I know you guys are doing a really good job of holding back. <laughs> Ooh, Angela's in love. Give him the rose. Philip Hilton, you need to use Taxi. If you're an indie filmmaker, you should be using Taxi to find music for your films. We actually excel at that. Um, every time an indie filmmaker uses Taxi, um, they always end up using like seven, eight, nine, ten songs in the film. They, they absolutely love the work we do for them and the music our members make, obviously. <laughs> Listen to Michael. <laughs> I 
Thanks, Reality Music Q. We're glad you did, too. It's, we've been doing this now for, I don't know, 11 or 12 years. The amount of education I think that people have gotten by just all the taxi TV stuff, but these listening sessions, I think, is career-shaping. Cass prefers the all-forwarded uh, listens. I do myself, honestly, just because I love hearing great music and it makes me really proud of the members. But I think there's a lot of value in hearing what the screener said about the people that didn't get forwarded so that it helps people tune their ears. Um, 67 forwards on that one and three returns. Um, let's see, where are the comments? Oh, there they are. Um, I love this line, our squeaky garage door and the dirty floors, uh, the warmth that summer brings and the wind chimes ring. I mean, it's just great lyric writing. Um, okay, what the screener said, what I like most about songs, I like the singing and songwriting in here. Nice job with the subtle instrumentation, all the ideas on here. Uh, I think you can improve the song by the intro's a little long. I'd play the delayed guitar intro figure twice, then bring the vocals in, but I think it's still good. Um, has enough what they're looking for. Good luck. Had to be the same screeners on the last one. Anyway, um, thank you guys. Thanks for hanging out and doing this with me today. I hope you found it valuable. If you did, please give us a like. Um, thank you uh, for all the folks who submitted to that listing and got played on today's show. Um, I know, you know, we try not to identify people because we don't want anybody's feelings hurt. But uh, anyway, it still takes a, it takes a lot of bravery to make a submission at all, to have people judge your music, not just to the show, but in general. So I have a, a deep uh, level of respect for people that are brave enough to have others listen to their music and judge. It takes courage. So with that, I bid you a fond farewell. See you tomorrow. Um, and maybe, just maybe, I'll play you the example of uh, while I was playing with Logic the other night and had the mix sounding so good and then said, oh, maybe I should try this, maybe I should try that. And I didn't take my own medicine, I took it too far and then never got it back to that magical place where it sounded like a record. Anyway, see you tomorrow, 4 o'clock, for another exciting episode of Taxi TV. Bye, you guys, and thanks for doing the tallies, Liz. Good night, all. Thank <laughs> you.